Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, we just had uh, Veterans Day uh, on November uh, 11th, and we often hear about the importance of recognizing our veterans for service and for thanking them for their service. But there are a couple of problems, one being that I think a lot of people think that, you know, that if you've served in the military, that the Veterans Administration maybe takes care of all of your needs or the Department of Veterans Affairs. And A, that's not necessarily so. And B, a lot of veterans don't know necessarily what benefits they are entitled to as a result of their military service. One of the organizations in western Pennsylvania that is working to kind of fill those gaps to both help veterans and connect them with services and providers is the Veterans Leadership Program. On the line with us this morning is Ben Stahl. He is the Chief Executive Officer. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Uh, First things first, um, how do people get in touch with the Veterans Leadership Program? Well, you can um, check us out on the on the web, uh, www.veteransleadershipprogram.org, um, or you can reach out to us by phone. We're at 412-481-8200. 8200. We will give the number out. I know people sometimes are in the car or something. Uh, we'll, we'll give that number out a couple of times uh, so that people can write it down. Uh, ben, tell us what the Veterans Leadership Program does. Absolutely. So for nearly 40 years, uh, we've operated um, housing, employment, and supportive service programs in Western Pennsylvania, uh, focused on empowering veterans to navigate the uh, transition from service into the civilian society. Um, so since 1982, um, we've been um, helping the, the men and women of the, of the uh, Western Pennsylvania region successfully integrate back into the civilian society. What was the motivation for creating the program? Well, um, DLP was founded in 1982 as a larger um, uh, part of a larger program by the Reagan administration, um, the Vietnam Veterans Leadership Program. Um, a lot of the programs throughout the country, uh, there was over 50 um, in the early 80s. They, um, you know, mission accomplished. Um, they kind of uh, phased out um, due to the large population of veterans that we have in Western Pennsylvania. Um, Veterans Leadership Program continued to um, pivot to be able to meet the needs of contemporary veterans. So um, for the past nearly 40 years now, um, we've served the veterans of Western Pennsylvania. So it was originally uh, geared towards uh, veterans who were coming back from Vietnam is is what I think I heard. So why why was that? Why was that a specific uh, audience that the program was trying to reach? Well, at that time, um, in in conjunction with the decline of the steel industry, Unemployment in certain parts of the Western Pennsylvania was over 37 percent. Um, a significant portion of those um, were Vietnam veterans who had trouble readjusting back into the workforce. You know, nearly five to seven years earlier um, at the drawdown of Vietnam. Um, so there was really a focus, um, and that started to uh, in the in the early 80s. It started to be uh, in your face the, the the plight of you know the Vietnam veteran, and um, through you know the uh, the nation um, recognizing that um that kind of started the um 
organizations that do fill in the gaps, as you mentioned, um, where government services aren't able to meet uh, the needs uh, holistically. Uh, we're, we're talking this morning with Ben Stahl. Uh, he's the CEO of the Veterans Leadership Program. You can reach them at 412-481-8200, correct? Yes, sir. And, and uh, give me your uh, website again, uh, please www.veteransleadershipprogram.org. That's easy enough to remember, veteransleadershipprogram.org, and we will give that information out uh, again. It strikes me, and I think this is still sort of the same age range that uh, are, are accessing a lot of the services through the Veterans Leadership Program, but it strikes me when you were talking about the 1980s, the decline of the steel industry um, that hit this Mon Valley area and the Pittsburgh area uh, just so hard, um, that those veterans, many of them who, who had served in Vietnam, would have been more or less like in the prime of their careers otherwise. I mean, they would have been, what, early 40s, probably? Yeah. Late 30s? Yeah, prime earning years. That's my age right now, absolutely, yes. So, so they, they, they came out of the service, um, either drafted or volunteered for Vietnam, came home, maybe went to work in, in one of the steel mills in the Mon Valley or the Beaver Valley or Ohio Valley. Then the mill gets closed, and, and now they've kind of had two strikes against them. You know, they lost a couple of years while they were in the service, maybe, and now, they've, now they're out of work. Um, is that still this, the, the demographic that the Veterans Leadership Program is trying to serve, that sort of 40 to retirement area, age? Um, we will serve um, any veteran at their separation. I think the um, average age of the uh, veteran that we serve here at VOP is um, in the late 40s. So it's actually uh, it, representative of, of the demographic that we're serving uh, Right now, as a matter of fact, it seems to me that the and this is not exactly a new idea, but the nature of service has kind of changed. Uh, Vietnam may have been kind of one of the tipping points where we, we've had a lot of conflicts where people uh, have been called up to go to Afghanistan or Iraq, and in some cases, multiple tours of duty uh, in Afghanistan or Iraq in the Middle East. Um, these wars not necessarily are declared wars as we had before Vietnam. Uh, tell, tell me what kind of pressure that puts on both the veteran and his or her family if, if they've had kind of multiple tours of duty in a combat zone. No, I think it, it, it certainly um, impacts, you know, the, not only the, the service member, but but most certainly, is, as you say, the, the, the family. Um, and that's often the, the most overlooked, um, you know, uh, member of the, the military and veteran community. When, when you think about veterans, no one thinks about the, you know, the, the, the wife that's at home, you know, uh, maintaining the household. Um, but it, it is impactful, and, and it's taking, you know, a mental tool. Um, you know, I've, I did three uh, deployments to uh, the Middle East in the Navy, and um, that's, that, that pales in comparison to, you know, some of the stories and, and that I hear from, you know, veterans around here. Um, you know, we're talking five, six times. Um, and that, you know, takes uh, a, a significant tool. Um, so at Veterans Leadership Program, we, we have programs to um, support the family. We, we uh, you know, and we invite spouses and partners and families, you know, to participate in our programs. We have uh, caregiver programs for um, the caregivers of, of wounded veterans who, you know, require uh, assistance, you know, in their you know, day-to-day, uh, you know, day-to-day life. Um, so we, we see that it's, you know, not just, you know, the, the impact to the individual, which really an impact to the, you know, the family unit. Ben Stahl is the CEO of the Veterans Leadership Program, veteransleadershipprogram.org, or you can call them at 412-481-8200 to learn more about them. How far is your service area, Ben? 
Um, so we're uh, with um, 20, I think 22 counties in, in uh, western Pennsylvania. Um, so we're over to Fulton, up to Center, um, and, and over to Mercer. Um, so we're, we have around a quarter million veterans in the service delivery area, mm. and we serve uh, 4,000 uh, approximate veterans every year and their family members in, in one of our housing, employment, or supportive service programs. How, how many physical locations do you have? Yeah, so uh, I, I was just about to say that we have an office in uh, the Strip District in, in downtown Pittsburgh, and we have an office in uh, Johnstown in Cambria County. Okay, okay. And, and, and probably some people will access your services either online or, or over the phone as well, right? Absolutely. So we are uh, focused you know, very heavily on technology and delivering uh, services that veterans need where they are. Um, so we're able to uh, work with you uh, remotely as much as possible. And you know, in, in instances where you know, we can't get into the office, we can, we can get someone to come to you. Uh, you know that we were uh, harm reduction and, and barrier reduction. We're not trying to put more things on on your plate when you're going through a crisis. I, I want to talk a little bit more about the types of services Veterans Leadership Program offer. I also want to ask you a little bit about your uh, military service. But I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Ben, and I'm going to ask you because this is something that I, I, I think you and I are probably around about the same age. I'm also in my uh, mid 40s, um, and I think that's what you said uh, the age you're in. And I have a lot of people who I went to high school and college with who went into the service uh, after either high school or college. Some of them even did, you know, junior ROTC or, or ROTC in college. It seems to be a very high percentage of people in Western Pennsylvania go into the military, and I'm just wondering why you think that is. I'm, I'm just curious sometimes because it's something we talk about me and my friends sometimes. Yeah, so I, I, I actually put a lot of thought into this. Um, you know, during you know the, the World Wars, um, Pittsburgh, um, the Mon Valley more specifically, um, was one of the you know most densely populated parts of the country. Um, so you know, our great grandfathers were drafted, our, our grandfathers were drafted, and our fathers were drafted, and you know we we maintained a, a high level of patriotism, and you combine that with you know the blue collar. Uh, I'm not going to let anything stand in my way. Work ethic of someone from Pittsburgh, you know, in the Mon Valley, then you're, you you have a, a recipe for you know people who are going to join the military to you know, follow in the you know the family tradition um, and to you know defend what they know. You know, and and I think that's that that's a, a big contributor to that. Well said. Uh, we have to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you a little bit about your military service, and also we're going to get into some of the details of some of the programs uh, and, and offerings that the Veterans Leadership Program has to offer people, okay? All right. Ben Stahl is the CEO of the Veterans Leadership Program. Uh, you can find them at veteransleadershipprogram.org. You can call them at 412-481-8200. They have physical locations in the Strip District and in Johnstown. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at striffler's.com or call 4 
412-678-6191. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Ben Stahl. He is the Chief Executive Officer of the Veterans Leadership Program. You can find them online at veteransleadershipprogram.org, or you can call them at 412-481-8200. Ben, before we took the break, I asked you a little bit about why you think it is that so many folks from the Pittsburgh area go into the armed services. And you are a veteran yourself. You mentioned that you served in the, in the Navy in the Persian Gulf. Yes. What, where did you grow up at? Um, Swissville. Oh, sure. Okay. Swissville, yeah. I uh, went to Central Catholic. And, um, you know, I was bartending in Swissville uh, when September 11th happened. And uh, that, was, uh, that was enough for me. I, I joined. I was up in Roseville Mall the next day, uh, joined the Navy. And that was almost 20 years ago now. How long did you serve? Uh, about ten years. Well, thank you, thank you for your service. What, uh, what did you have a specialty? What uh, sort of a unit were you in? Yeah, I was a minesweeping electrician, so I was on uh, minesweepers. I was on the USS Dexterous, uh, the USS Avenger, and the USS Gladiator. Uh, the Dexterous over in the Persian Gulf, um, and we did uh, maritime security operations in the northern Arabian Gulf um, and into you know the intercoastal waterways of Iraq. Did you leave with a with a with a rank or a commission or a NCO? Uh, I left. Yeah, I was a first class petty officer. Okay, congratulations. What what did you think about doing then when when you left the service? So uh, when you were coming home, what, what kind of thoughts were going through your head? Yeah, so when I came home and I saw that, you know, there was a, a need, um, you know, in, in the, the veterans community for, uh, you know, these types of services that we're delivering now, that kind of piqued my interest. And, um, you know, I started going to school with Robert Morris, um, and I for political science and history and focused a lot of my studies on, you know, contemporary veterans policy and, you know, the, the legislative process of, you know, the, the, the VA and, and everything like that. And um, I started working at VLP uh, shortly after that. Um, before that, I, you know, had an internship in uh, Congressman Doyle's office and, the uh-huh. you know, the veterans liaison uh, to, to learn kind of, you know, that side of things. Um, and it's just been my passion uh, since um, separating from service, and I know I share that passion, you know, with with a lot of your listeners there in McKeesport for sure. And were you thinking? You, you said you were uh, mine. You were electrician on a minesweeper. Were you thinking maybe about using the skills that you picked up in the service outside of the service? Were I mean, were there any transferable skills in in being an electrician? Absolutely. Um, and, and the one thing you don't think about is, you know, taking credit for your hours as a journeyman on, on the boat. You're too worried about the, the mission to realize. So, you know, you're focused on the mission and, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice in that you're not, you know, preparing yourself uh, for what you're going to do after you, you separate from, from the, the Navy. Um, so, you know, I was an electrician and I thought that I could just come out and be an electrician and you, you need you know, licensing and an education to go work in you know, the, the electrical field in, in the civilian sector. So, you know, I wasn't ready to make that direct jump. Um, there, there was some, you know, uh, factories that, you know, make switches and, and gauges on the, on the, for, for ships that are uh, here in western Pennsylvania. And, you know, it, they're very uh, small um, companies. And, you know, I, I beat the doors down in them places, but, you know, to, to no avail. So, um, I'm, but I'm definitely glad that I went the route that I did. Ser- serving a lot of veterans, you said a quarter of a million veterans live in those counties in western Pennsylvania. They can connect them to housing, uh, employment, and other kind of services. Uh, let's 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 start with housing uh because that probably is something that you know you're in the service especially you were in the service for 10 years 
the Navy provided your housing for you. You didn't have to worry too much about that, probably, most of your military career. And then you get out of the service. And, and what kind of housing benefits can people access through the Veterans Leadership Program? All right. So if, if you're a veteran, um, you know, we will be able to assist you um, in terms of uh, rental arrears. Um, we have uh, programs uh, for permanent housing uh, for veterans uh, who are uh, disabled. And we have emergency housing, you know, uh, shelter diversion programs, domestic violence uh, shelters for female veterans. So um, we, we really uh, are able to provide veterans of Western Pennsylvania a portfolio of services. Um, in regards to housing to maintain their housing stability. So if they do have to experience any adverse um, housing um, circumstances, they would be brief, rare, um, and non-reoccurrent. Um, in western Pennsylvania, uh, Allegheny County specifically, um, we've made uh, tremendous strides to um, put forth the capacity um, in the programs to make sure that you know when veterans do identify themselves um, in uh, a, a, a shelter system um, that there is um, a capacity for them to get immediately um, into housing. Um, and we, we um, successfully met the um, criteria to officially declare an end to veteran homelessness, but we can't say that because there's always going to be sure. you know, someone that loses their job. There's always going to be a bad day, but uh, we want to make sure that you know we maintain the programs to make sure that it's brief, rare, and non-reoccurring. Uh, you answered one question I had, which was going to be, are your services available to both men and women? Do you, do you have an idea of a breakdown of how many, what percentage of, you, of the veterans you serve, men versus women? Yeah, um, so uh, actually the, the largest growing um, population within the veterans population um, is uh, women veterans. Okay. Um, so I think uh, there's upwards of hey, 30% of the individuals that we serve uh, are veterans okay. or are women veterans. Um, we have uh, one of the largest women veteran um, groups um, in western Pennsylvania. There's over 500 women veterans that meet you know, all, on a weekly basis to you know, just bond and uh, share the camaraderie um, that they did share when they were in the military. It's uh, you know, statistics and research indicates that uh, women veterans often feel disconnected from the communities sure. that left um, when they get back. Um, so, you know, we're, we're very, um, very aware of the issues uh, specifically um, that, are, are, that are being uh, uh that our women veterans are facing. Well, that's that's probably, and we're going to have to take another break here. Ben Stahl is our guest. He's a CEO of the Veterans Leadership Program. But that, that's probably very similar to the effect that Vietnam veterans had coming back in the early 70s. And, and the stories that, that I often heard growing up were these guys would come back and they would go to their local VFW hall or Legion hall, and none of the Legionnaires or, or VFW, and this is not to, to bash either of those organizations, but none of the guys in the Legion hall looked like them. You know, they had served in Korea or World War II, and they just didn't have the same experience as these guys who were in their 20s and 30s that were coming back from Vietnam. And I imagine it would be the same thing for a woman veteran. If you walk into an organization and it's all men, uh, that, could, that could be a little bit, like you said, you could feel a little bit disconnected or, or, or not included. Absolutely, and, and you know, to that point, you know, it's and I'm, as I said earlier, it's the you know the Vietnam veterans that really you know had, did face that adversity, uh, you know, both in their transition back, um, you know, and in employment and housing, um, but they really made sure that you know they there's organizations like this to make sure that you know it doesn't happen to anybody else, and you still you know to this day you, you know, meet a, a Vietnam veteran, they're gonna you know say they're gonna greet you with welcome home, yeah, um, and, and that that really means something, and you know, we're we're happy to carry on that tradition. 
We, we have another break coming up, but before we take that break, I, I want to ask you, too, are your services available not just to people who were what they used to call regular Army or, or regular Navy, meaning uh, uh, enlisted as, as, a, as a career, um, or are they also available to reservists, people who came up through the National Guard or, or through uh, Air Force Reserve or Army Reserves? Yeah, so our services at Veterans Leadership Program are available to all veterans. Um, there might be specific federal programs that we administer that have certain eligibility criteria, but um, at Veterans Leadership Program, if, if you served, we'll serve you. Okay, so if they were in the Air National Guard or, or the Army Reserves or Marine Corps Reservist, uh, they can come to you for service? Reserves, absolutely. Okay. Um, National Guard, we, we, okay. we even serve the Coast Guard. Okay. Uh, 412-481-8200, program.org, uh, or the number and the website for more information. Uh, we have this second break to take. When we come back, I want to ask you a little bit more about the specific supportive services you offer, including like the you do financial and health counseling, do you not? Yes. Okay. Let's When we come back, let's, let's talk about that. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest for a final few minutes is Ben Stahl. He's the CEO of the Veterans Leadership Program. They have an office in the Strip District in Pittsburgh. Uh, when we took the break, we, we were starting to get in a little bit to some of the services and, and some of the reasoning behind why Veterans Leadership Program exists. You can connect people to housing resources, especially if they are displaced or lack housing. But you also do different kinds of counseling. You do, I think, financial counseling, and you also do health and wellness counseling. Tell me about those. What are those programs offer? Yeah, so uh, our, our, you know, our health and fitness um, uh, programs have really came about organically. We um, want to address, you know, the, the, the not the, the, the symptom, but, you know, one of the, the veteran as a whole. Um, so we, you know, have been incorporating, you know, health and wellness offerings into our program portfolio over the past several years. Um, you know, veterans, it kind of went hand in hand because, you know, veterans, um, you know, they're experiencing housing instability are more likely to develop an eating disorder. Um, veterans are more likely to, you know, rapid rate gain after separating the service uh, than, than non-veterans of the same age. Um, and, you know, veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan have the highest prevalence of, you know, chronic pain and uh, mental illness and substance abuse is all of our predecessors. Um, so we provide um, opportunities for veterans to um, get fit. Um, we have yoga uh, here in the Strip District, um, you know, with, with veterans. Um, you know, we, we have CrossFit classes. Um, we have a, a weight training, um, you know, strength conditioning, um, outdoor activities. Um, we have a big, you know, bike ride where we go from uh, the point um, to Washington, D.C. every year. This year we're actually going to go from D.C. Uh, to the point. Okay. So we're we're getting you know veterans engaged to you know uh, to address some of the um, predictive factors that cause you know the, the issues that we were originally um, formed to to uh, to prevent. Um, so we're we're being proactive, um, and and that's I think that's the shift um, uh, overall in in services, uh, especially um, you know here at VLP. In addition to the physical wellness, do you offer mental health and emotional uh, wellness programs as well? Absolutely. So, you know, we have peer support programs, um, and we partner with uh, Mercy Behavioral um, to have a uh, 
counselor here um, on a weekly basis. They, uh, the program is called Rally Point, um, and it's a cognitive therapy um, group where you you, you, know, you talk talk it through. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have um, licensed clinical social workers here on staff. Um, if any veteran needs to, you know, just just talk um, during the course of them, uh, you know, being in any of our programs. How is your program funded? You mentioned that there are some federal programs that you administer, so there's probably some federal funding. But you're a you're a nonprofit organization. Uh, where, where does the funding come from? Yeah, so we're around uh, 65 uh, to 70 percent government funded, okay. um, and the, the rest of you know the, the our efforts come from the the charitable uh, contributions of the community. Okay, so we really uh, I'd like to say we we are uh, you know we're able to uh, apply focus to the you know, the the goodwill of the community, um, and we're uh, able to you know provide those services and, and turn that into you know providing services to you know almost four thousand veterans a year. Is there a charge for for the services that you provide to the to the veterans? I mean, to the end user, did, did they pay anything? No. Okay. Okay. So, so we talked a little bit about you're able to find uh, housing resettlement for someone who's in danger of, of homelessness. You said you, there's also rent uh, assistance that can be available. Do you do home buyer counseling too if they want to buy a house with a, a VA loan, for instance? Um, we we partner with Action Housing, okay, um, a, a, a Allegheny County organization yep. uh, to to provide that service. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what about employment counseling? Because we we touched on that issue, but we didn't really delve into it too much. What kind of uh, workforce and employment uh, help can you provide? Yeah, so we have uh, employment programs in both. Um, our Pittsburgh location and our Johnstown location, and you know, you can't say enough about you know uh, employment. It's a key you know social uh, determinant of health, um, and unemployment is a, a key determinant of, of health inequality. Um, so we know that you're not able to you know maintain the uh, the stability of a household without employment. Um, so we'll uh, provide. Uh, one-on-one counseling, um, tailored resume, uh, writing assistance. Uh, we can line up mock interviews, and um, we have uh, Workforce Wednesdays here in our Pittsburgh office where we have uh, employers that come in and um, do uh, on-the-spot hiring. I think FedEx was just here, and they hired eight eight veterans on the spot. Um, Giant Eagle will be in here uh, next week as well. Um, so, you know, the community sees the value of a veteran, um, but we're, we're just, you know, making that connection. Um, and helping the veteran uh, be as prepared as possible um, when the opportunity arises. If somebody is hearing this interview and either they themselves are a veteran or they have a niece, a granddaughter, daughter, nephew, grandson, son who is a veteran, and maybe they need a little bit of help, that they're kind of, they've come back and they're kind of floundering a little bit, or maybe they've been back for a while and they've just uh, hit some obstacles as we all do. How do they get in touch with you? What 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 do they need to bring to you, and how do they get in touch with you? So they can um, you know they can reach out to us at, at, uh, on our website. There's there's contact information. That's www.betterleadershipprogram.org. Um, they could give us a call, and we can, um, you know, we we can have a discussion and, and see what we could do best to help. In, in a case of an emergency, so, someone is in in danger of of losing their house or losing their their uh, residence. Um, how fast can you help them? If, if in a best case scenario, in a best case scenario, we've we've got people um, from homelessness um, into a leased unit in their name in the same day. Okay. Um, so we 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 don't let uh, we're not going to. Uh, you know, let business hours uh, impact uh, you know your housing stability. Do they come to? Do they have to come to you, or do any of your services travel throughout the area? We, yeah, we we can 
meet meet veterans where they're at. So okay. we're a harm reduction yeah. focused, and um, you know we know that transportation um, is a major obstacle, um, especially you know, public transportation into some of the far reaches of the Mon Valley. Um, so yeah, we could certainly um, arrange that on an as needed basis for sure. If somebody wants to help your program, uh, if they want to help either monetarily or I don't know if you use volunteers at all, how would they get in touch with you? Through the same thing through the website? Yes, there's a there's okay. a link for volunteers. Okay, where you could call uh, call our office and you know, ask to speak with our development team, and then they'd be happy to uh, discuss ways that you can get involved. Uh, your your organizations can get involved. Um, we have a, a, a myriad of uh, opportunities for volunteers here at VLP. Ben Stahl is CEO of the Veterans Leadership Program. Uh, thank you, Ben, for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Well, thank you. It was, it was a pleasure to be here. I appreciate it. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.